all the goth DJs and Twitch witches are hanging out on Thursday for the bad VHS rips, unblinking eyes, and fire by night. Thetans and Satans comes from an interest in the cult of Scientology, moral panics, Satanism, and how they set the tone for the extremist social media panics of today. We really earn our weird left Twitch badge with this show, watching the world go red light in reverse every Thursday at 9 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com.
everybody. Welcome to the Plex. Welcome podcast listeners and thanks live listeners for sticking around. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, here's a whole rest of the show that you're not getting. Uh, patrons at $5 and up get the entire audio and video capture sent right to their inbox the next day after the show. You get the show a day early too. You can patreon.com slash echoplex for that. There are other ways, of course, to find the show. And if you want to watch live at the twitch.tv slash echoplex media, it's every Sunday at seven. I am producer Dave, as always, homo alono. And uh, this is what the people want. Police officers. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops. I don't hate the cops. Oh, when the raiders come, who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops. They're a sensitive bunch. If you don't stop throwing your rocks, snap, crackle, pop. It's the sound of a taser. Your body drops. Don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops. Like your local police. Cause they don't do nothing wrong. Like your local police. Got rid of the corruption and the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops 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 first clip for the podcast this week we have uh brian kilmeade uh, just learned about uh train derailments apparently didn't have any idea they were happening prior to this one 
say is uh, I, I knew nothing about these derailment numbers. I'm stunned by it. Mm-hmm. That we have thousands of derailments all the time and what, the, how costly it is and, and how they're not kept up and maybe the regulation needs to be there. I think there needs to be, uh, there's a widespread sentiment to have a, a look at the whole rail industry, what the lobbyists are doing and, and what the actual, I heard there were three people on that train of how many cars, t- uh, 20 of which had chemicals in it? Somebody at the front, somebody at the back, and Does some that blow other you thing. away? I mean, I know well, that. Brian Kilmeade is, or Steve Ducey, are l- legitimately the stupidest people at Fox. Like, and that's a, that's a pretty tough climb. But, like, I, what, do you, what do you mean I just learned that there were train derailments, like, often? The fuck? Like, how, do you, how do you not know that? This one was particularly bad, obviously, but that, like, not knowing that trains derail often, like, come on, you just, you just about to not be paying attention and not care. <coughs> he also might get fired for calling for regulation, honestly. I don't think uh, you're allowed to call for more regulation in uh, on Fox News under any circumstance. I'm just pretty, pretty sure that's the case over there. Um, so... There are a lot of criticism of a Pete Buttigieg around this, and um, you know some of it's some of it seems like it's probably right. Some of it's kind of silly. Um, I don't have a whole lot of opinions about it. I'm not a big fan of Pete Buttigieg, but I also don't recall the last time that anybody was like, "Where is the transportation secretary?" When something happened, it's just weird. This is weird and just weird. Anyway, uh, Charlie Kirk is going to um, he well he he's got some thoughts about. Um, Pete Buttigieg and his husband. So Chastin, the Chasen. partner, the husband of... Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. That's his husband. I don't have to like Pete Buttigieg to be like, oh, that's his husband. Pete Buttigieg comes out and starts attacking Turning Point USA as disinformation artists. Like, okay, pal, you, you're trying to say we're disinformation artists? We're the one asking Pete your partner questions that's all we're doing and you can't it's a little aggressive for me turn off the cameras i'm very proud of the work turning point usa is doing on the front lines we have savannah hernandez coming up next hour again no agenda we're just going to ask powerful people questions you clearly have an agenda your agenda is like homophobia and you're against gay marriage clearly that is actually an agenda um that's you don't the only reason to be like husband is to be a dick and like the not for nothing charlie kirk isn't even really that good at being a dick if we're going to be honest here like he's he doesn't really no real cutting or biting uh, insults from the guy right like when he tries to go after people he just looks like a dork <laughs> which is why i encourage charlie kirk to like come after us here at echoplex media and be one of them good problems right Anyway, up next is a triple shot of George Santos. Here's first. Uh, here's George Santos still claiming that he is, in fact, uh, Jewish. I'm one of the most staunch pro-Israel, most staunch pro-Judaism people in Congress today. Well, so much so you claim to be Jewish, but you're not Jewish. I, I never claim to be Jewish. I've always made I've always made a party favor joke. You claim to be Jewish, half Jewish, a proud American Jew, a Latino Jew, and a non-observant Jew. They're all direct quotes from you. So but you're not. You're Pierce, a Catholic. Like I've, me. I've, I'm a Catholic. Pierce, I've always made this as a 
party favor joke, and it's I've done it on stages across What's the country. What's funny about cl- falsely no, claiming you're Jewish? No, 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 not falsely claiming I'm Jewish. I'd always say I'm. I was raised Catholic, but I come from a Jewish family, so that makes me Jew. Ish. But again, it's always been a party <laughs> this shit again. Sure and now that, that everybody's I'm, canceling I'm sure me, I'm everybody's sure. pounding down for a pound. You're not being canceled. You're on the Piers Morgan show. Because, you, because you're not Jewish. Well, I, I never said I was. I've you always, I, you basically said you were. And I would always say, but my grandparents are Jewish on my mother's side, so I'm Jewish. Right, but that joke isn't funny. I don't care if you're like, oh, I've told it on stage. Well, then you just told an unfunny non-joke on stage a bunch of times. And people probably were like, all right, whatever, we'll clap. Uh, Here's here's him being asked uh, why he thought he could get away with this. His answer is amazing. Lies about even your academic record. I'm just struck, not necessarily that a politician would lie, but that you would think no one would find out. Well, I'll I'll humor you this. I ran in 2020 for the same exact seat um, for Congress, and I got away with it then, and I guess... Right. Well, that's honest. Stupid. So you thought, actually, they're not going to find out? No, I didn't think so. (laughs) Well, when you get elected, buddy, the, the, the... I don't even know what to say. This is amazing. I I couldn't have, if somebody would have tried to explain uh, George Santos to me like two or three years ago, I would have just not believed them. Anyway, here's him talking about his false claim that uh, his mom uh, survived the 9-11 attack in the World Trade Center. I want to turn to something that's obviously very personal to you, and that's your own mother. And uh, this question of whether she was working, as you claimed, in her office in the South Tower of the Twin Towers on September the 11th, and then passed away, as you said, a few years later when she lost a battle to cancer. Now, there is no record of your mother, Fatima Devolder, ever having worked in the Twin Towers. So was that true? That's true. Why is there no record of her working I, I, there? I don't know where people are looking or what they're looking for. But there is, a, as you know, because of what happened afterwards, there's a record of everyone that worked there. There's no doubt about who worked there. I'm sorry. Can't... Well, there's no doubt about who was there's working There's no doubt of who, wor- who worked in the buildings on the There was a full uh, record done of yeah, everybody. Yeah, no, I'm very aware. So the way, the way that I look at this, and, and I've, I've rushed this case before, and, and, and respectfully, mm. please, I won't debate my mother's um, life as she's passed in 16. Mm. And I think it's, it's quite unsensitive for everybody to want to rehash my mother's legacy. Um, well, well, okay, but hang on. Here's what I would say to that. They're only doing that because you put this on your campaign website. I think if a politician is going to use the fact of his mother's death on nine, as a she result- She died She died a few years later. It was actually 15 years later. 15 years, yeah. But you're going to claim that she was in one of the towers on the day of that terror attack. I don't think it's unreasonable for the media to investigate that, to well, see if it's I true. Agree. And there is simply no evidence that your mother ever worked at the World Trade Center at all. And the NBC uh, News uh, looked into this 
and said the only known employer she had was at an imports business in Queens that folded in 1994. New York Times said she worked as a nurse in Brazil. Uh, two genealogists found documents that said your mother returned to Brazil by September 2001, and she was actually not even in America at the time. She applied for a visa to enter the U.S. in 2003, stated in the application she hadn't been in the U.S. since 1999. So all this points to her not being anywhere near the Twin Towers on September 11th. And I do think it matters because it's such an emotive part of modern American history. So I simply ask you, did your mother work there or did you just get that wrong? No, my mother was, I was 13 years old in 2000, September 11, 2001. Mm. I was in the United States, so my mother was here because she had full custody of both her children. So it's... So did she lie on her, on her visa application? Uh, I don't know. I was a child when these things were being done, so I have no clue. And I, I have no recollection of my mother having obtained a visa if she had a green card and, and then uh, applied for citizenship later in life. So that's, that's alien to me. Now, you're asking also things that I wouldn't know. I didn't know my, mom had, my mother had a business in 1994. So I'm just letting... Yeah, but, but specifically on the point of why nobody can find any evidence that your mother worked at the World Trade Center at all, ever, could you just got this wrong? I mean, are you telling me that I got wrong what my mother told me? I don't know. Is it possible she misled you? I don't believe so. She, she wasn't one to mislead me. But there's no record that she was there that day at all. I stay and there's a record of every single person that was in both those towers. I stay convinced that that's the truth. <laughs> like even Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan is kind of a piece of shit. Maybe not kind of. Piers Morgan's a piece of shit. He's like, dude, this is, he's like, this is just, this is, this is like a layup. I have to like you, if you have George Santos on, no matter who you are, no matter what kind of monster you are or whatever, you kind of gotta, right. You kind of gotta go after him. There's like no, there's no like excuse not to. So do you remember, remember everybody for a while during the pandemic was like people in red States, a lot of like uh, Republican politicians, right wing Kind of talking heads they were sort of bragging about everybody leaving new york and san francisco or whatever to move to like um places like texas arizona florida well it turns out that when those people move to those places they register to vote and uh here's marjorie the gathering on charlie kirk uh sort of lamenting that fact i don't think the left would ever stop i don't think they'll ever stop trying to invade our states or our county so how do we stop them well, I think that, you know, red states could choose and uh, how they allow people to vote in their states. For example, um, over the past couple of years, we've seen a mass exodus from California and New York, uh, where we've seen people fleeing uh, those leftist policies and moving to states like Florida, Georgia, Texas, um, you know, states where they they like the tax policies, they they like the schools, they li they like the consequences of Republican and red policies. Um, what I think would be something that some red states could propose is, well, okay, if if Democrat voters uh, choose to flee these blue states where they cannot tolerate the living conditions, they don't want their children taught these horrible things, and they really change their mind on the types of policies that they support, well, once they move to a red state, guess what? Maybe you don't get to vote for five years. You can live there, you can work there, but you don't get to bring your values that you that you what the I mean, come created. on in the blue states you came from by voting for Democrat leaders and Democrat policies. 
But this would be up to, to red states to be able to choose to do something like that so that their red states don't get changed, which is what's happening, um, unfortunately, when Democrat voters leave their Democrat states and they take their Democrat votes with them. Um, that would be something that these red states would have to really consider and choose to do. But I'm a big believer in freedom, Charlie, but I'm also, <laughs> um, a big believer in defending our ability uh, to pursue life and liberty and happiness. And the left is completely destroying that for those of us on the right. She just like said, like the most anti-freedom thing I think I've heard in a long time. And she's like, oh, but, you know, I'm for freedom and people. um move for all kind of reasons people move uh out of san francisco because of the cost of living maybe they want to have kids and they're not going to be able to afford to have kids in san francisco um they move for a job they move just because maybe not even just kids they just want to move somewhere cheaper maybe some people just like to move around a little bit they have a bit of wanderlust um a lot of people lived in san francisco or silicon valley because they had to be here for the kinds of jobs they have and once people were able to work from home, they were like, well, I could actually move back and be closer to my family or whatever. That's what a historian Matt did when he moved to Florida. It was to be closer to his mom and dad and the rest of his family. Like people move for all kinds of reasons. They're not just, they're not fleeing leftist policies. I mean, you're, somebody must have. I mean, like Dave Rubin, to the extent that he understands leftist policies, I guess claimed he was fleeing leftist policies. But people leave for all kinds of reasons. It's not just taxes and politics. People's lives are like much more complicated than that. People are much more uh, interesting than that. Anyway, here's Marjorie the Gathering on the Hannity Show. Uh, they're also going to talk about this this very uh, proposal, if we can call it that. Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene made waves over the holiday weekend with this tweet calling for a national divorce. After facing backlash from Democrats and some Republicans, Greene followed up with a detailed thread explaining why she thinks this is a good idea. Greene is saying that a national divorce would empower individual states to form a smaller government, reduce the federal debt, set their own environmental standards, and the Congresswoman has another idea as well, banning people who move from blue states to red states from voting for five years so they don't bring their bad politics with them. I actually favor that idea. Anyway, here with more is Mark. Sean Hannity would never leave New York City, ever. Taylor Green, you know, I, I read this and, and then I read your comments on it. You know, I think most people instinctively want this to be the United States of America. And here's my question. You know, how did you get to this this point? I mean, I, I look at topics, for example, how do you reconcile defund the police and no bail laws with law and order? How do you reconcile secure borders and wide open borders? How do you reconcile energy independence with energy dependence and new green dealism how do you reconcile new green dealism strength uh with with people that want to gut our defense you know there I, I don't see middle ground on a lot of these issues so what is the other answer if it's not a divorce well exactly sean that's the problem and where we are today and in, in my life, in my world, I, all of my friends are regular Americans. Everyone I talk to is sick and tired and fed up of being bullied by the left, abused by the left, and disrespected by the left. And our ideas... <laughs> but are people don't owe you respect. <clears throat> people, nobody owes you any respect. People don't have to respect you. Like, that's not, it's not your right to have people respect you. 
policies, our ways of life have become so far apart that it's just coming to that point. And the last thing I ever want to see in America is a civil war. Um, no one wants that, at least everyone I know would never want that. But it's going that direction, and we have to do something about it. We're also a nation, a crumbling nation. We're a nation in distress. Our government is in complete failure. Over $34 trillion, we are on the verge of default. And No, we're not on the verge. You can't default on the United States. You know what our currency is backed by? Aircraft carriers. I'm not kidding. It's fucked up. It's not good. Your currency shouldn't be backed by aircraft carriers. But uh, that's pretty much what the currency is backed by. Something about that. But that was the right and the left that did that to the American people on their own. But the Democrats never stop pushing their policies, their ideas, and their culture on Republicans and the right. And we are so sick and tired of it. We are tired the of the culture. They, that's, these people, they keep losing the culture war because, like, the culture is art and music and TV and movies and shit. And, like, sorry. Like those people tend to be progressives. So, and that's like people want to listen to music and look at art and fucking watch film and stuff. So, you know, you're going to lose. I'm sorry. You lost the culture war to will and grace. I don't know what to tell you. Fucking take the L. Children being taught ideas and ideologies in school that we do not want our children taught, like gender lies. We do not want our children um, being having their gender change or transitioned. We we can't even have women's sports and privacy in our bathrooms, and women in prison can't even have spaces. Oh yeah, I'm sure she's really concerned about the the well-being of folks in prison. Mental social governance has completely taken over corporations, and this is a huge policy pressed on private businesses through the government from Democrats. If you're a white male today in the financial industry, you can forget it. You're a dinosaur. You're go What the fuck? Is she <laughs> She's like <clears throat> I went to uh went to the city group building not a white man in sight. <laughs> Bank of America, no white people. Just fucking no white people. Nowhere. Can't work in finance if you're white. Going extinct. No one should ever be hired by their skin color or their gender or, or Marjorie, how they identify. It should only be about your character and your ability to do the job. What do you say to your critics that say that mm -hmm. our, our country is governed by our, our Constitution? You swore an oath to defend it. Is there any way that America, in spite of our differences, are we at a point where, okay, you either win an election and your side is up to bat, or you lose an election and their agenda gets pushed forward? Uh, or do you, do you actually think there will be a growing movement towards this because the divide is so deep? I actually think this is a much bigger movement than most people in Washington even realize. And you can take a look at the tweets that I made just yesterday. The amount of likes and retweets that those tweets got should tell people a lot. And they're just not aware of it yet because they don't talk to regular people. You see, this isn't ending our union. This is shrinking the federal government, which we need to stop our spending. Our spending is out of control. We can abolish departments and different parts of our federal government give states more power and control to conduct their affairs and their laws that fit the people that live in those states. This is more respectful towards all Americans and it could end the fighting and hopefully we can respect each other once again. And do you expect it'll happen? Last question. 
Well, I think it's something that we should work towards because, you know, it's kind of the vision that our founding fathers had for America. And I think it's a great one. It worked in the beginning. We just got it completely out of control. So I hope we can get there. <laughs> it's like the founding fathers when they formed this country. Actually, they wanted to fucking split it up. And like just logistically, how do you like split into two countries? Like California, Nevada, you know, the West Coast isn't actually connected to the East Coast where the other blue states are. And Colorado's uh, would be a blue is a blue state, and it's just right in the fucking middle, like surrounded by red states. Like, how does this? How would this? Like, I'm just thinking of like just logistically, how would this even work? I mean, <clears throat> not for nothing, like. California is like the fourth or fifth largest economy in the world. So, I mean, if this happens, we're fine. Fuck it. We're bigger than France. What are you going to do? I mean, we have, we have almost as many people as all Canada does. Like she clearly hasn't thought this through, but why would we expect anything else? Ooh, we gotta we gotta start either picking up the pace or skipping some stories here. I think we're gonna skip some stories. Are you excited that Nikki Haley is running for president? I sure am. I hope she gets the nomination because she'll lose. She'll lose so badly. Like she's not popular. She's not popular among moderates. Um, she won't peel off any Democratic votes, and she just kind of isn't the. She isn't a white guy, so she probably won't drive turnout uh, in the Republican Party. So uh, here's she's going to tell you one of the main reasons she's running for president. And boy, oh boy, is it compelling, smart, interesting, and not just some dumb fucking talking point they've been running on for a while. I mean, I'm looking at your recent polling. It's three to six percent somewhere in there. And you're going up against Donald Trump. Why now? Well, first of all, early polling in any presidential race doesn't mean anything, so those polls don't matter. And look, you run when you feel like the country needs you. And right now, I look at the fact that we saw that fall in Afghanistan. Our kids are so far behind in education, we don't know if we can catch them up. Mothers can't get baby formula. Families can't afford groceries. But more than that, Harris... You know, I was a governor. I took a hurting state and I turned it into the beast of the Southeast. I went to the UN and I took the kick me sign off of our backs. I'm the wife of a combat veteran that understands strong militaries don't start wars, they prevent wars. I'm the mom that has a daughter who's getting married and I see how hard it is for her to try and buy a home. And I have a son in college and I see that he's having to write papers to get an A, but it's not what he believes. He's having to write a paper to get an A, but he doesn't believe... (laughs) (laughs) like that's fucking called education yo you're the point of education is for you to be exposed to new ideas for you to probably change your mind about some shit in the course of your education that's the fucking point i'm sorry that you don't like it i fucking pity your family well at least your kids um and i wish her daughter the best of finding a house nikki haley's rich nikki haley can just buy her daughter a house She's just lying. Here's the new uh, Michigan GOP chair. Um, she's on. She's on the Steve Bannon show. And um, well, potato. 
what prompted me to run for chair of the Michigan Republican Party is the fact that the Michigan has become ground zero for the globalist takeover of the United States of America. That is a fact. My own county, we have an ESG compliance officer and the World Economic Forum has two offices in Michigan. And our ESG compliance officer has UN Agenda 2030 logos and lettering and goals on our official county documents. So Hell yeah. this is why Michigan is so significant. This is why Michigan matters to America. If we don't get our country, if we don't get our state into shape, our kids will inherit tyranny. That is a fact. Look at the trajectory of our state. We have known traitors like Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs to be impeached. This is unbelievable that this man is occupying. He's an illegitimate president, for number one. But it's amazing that he's occupying that office. This is what we're dealing with. And this is not me being emotional and dramatic and trying to just rally the troops. I wouldn't use those words either. These are facts that these people's actions are consistent with people who have one agenda, and that is to intentionally implode the United States of America. Cooked. Completely cooked. But, you know, maybe... Maybe there's hope. Maybe that these these fucking people will destroy the conservative movement in the Republican Party in the U.S. I just don't know how much damage they'll do on their way to uh, that happening. And that's wishful thinking. I don't. I'm not extremely confident that's going to happen. I just think that it's possible. I suppose. <clears throat> Up next, we have. I don't know if this is quite a palate cleanser, but it's. I mean, it's something. It's a, a song. I think it's a song. I mean. You know, we have musicians that hang out here and they may disagree. And I am a DJ and I certainly wouldn't rock this jam like at the Cousin Swap Sock Hop or anywhere, actually. But um, this is, I believe, a song. And, um, you know, somebody put it in the Discord and so now you have to see it. That's the way it goes. Cuffs on my beans, wearing these jeans. Roadside, go balls, SCCs. Smoking, drinking, fighting, riding, races, trackers, hard to straighten. Southern bells, sitting right beside this damn good day with a fish and biting. Top of water, sinking bobbers. I get these looks from my mama, kick gas from my father. Come on, surviving, we live it. Stealing hearts with a shit eating grin. And fried chicken, can't have biscuits. Summertime, cold beer, sweet smoke brisket. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry about that, everybody. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Listen, could have been worse. It could have been uh, Kid Rock. We could have done a Kid Rock song, but we will n- never do a Kid Rock song, actually. I think we did watch part of a Kid Rock video like six months ago. So uh, while, we're, <laughs> while we're looking at cringy shit from TikTok, from uh, right-wingers on TikTok, you know that app, The Right Stuff, Peter Thiel's dating app? Well, here's a... Uh, they're on TikTok, and um, it ain't great. Here's one of their videos. Well, maybe Twitter, if Twitter participates in this. There we go. If you are uh, listening on the audio, you'd have to go check the podcast or you can check the show notes for that that video. It was it was dumb. This app is not working out. If you could imagine that Um, dating apps rely on everyone being on there. Um, So if, if you just exclude 
people, if you say, oh, this is a conservative dating app, or even if you were to say this is a liberal or progressive dating app, you're going to exclude a lot of people that might join your dating app. And people are attracted to each other for all kinds of reasons. Um, <clears throat> you could even, I think, date like a moderate conservative to the extent that those still exist. If you're like a moderate liberal, I'm pretty far to the left. I don't think I'd be able to date like a moderate conservative. I'd get fucking very annoyed with them. I wanted to date with a libertarian once. Maybe I'll tell you about that during the post game. Um, so Mike Lindell and Lindell TV are big fucking mad that the January 6th the videos, all the, the basically the data dump of uh, January 6th stuff that uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, essentially gave to Tucker and only to Tucker Carlson was only given to Tucker Carlson. And I think uh, Mike Lindell thinks he's going to sue. That's what it appears is going to. That's what he's saying anyway. I don't know if he's really going to do it. This guy's full of shit most of the time. Lindell TV. Everyone, and all you horrible journalists watching out there, Lindell TV is going after Kevin McCarthy in Congress. We're going after them because they did it wrong. And I'm going to read what we're, what we're putting out. Uh, it broke two constitutional provisions, the Equal Protection Clause. Uh, the, freedom of, um, the First Amendment provision of freedom of the press, okay, we're injured not having access. But for a couple reasons, everybody, Fox News will get to put out whatever they see fit. And we're over here and we're not putting out that information, but we don't even know. We don't even know what they're filtering, Brandon. What's important to our news station here, obviously, obviously, there's a lot of things not important to Fox News, right? Remember, remember everybody, you can't talk about elections on Fox News. You can't talk about machines. You can't talk about things that work instead of the vaccine. You can't talk about any of these things on Fox. So you, uh, so really, Fox is going to be the filter to the world and give them this stuff? Not going to happen on my watch, I'll tell you that. Yeah, the news organizations get um, <clears throat> exclusive access to stuff all the time. I think if it's from the government, that's bad. I think the government should have probably put, they should have just put the, the tapes out. Like, if they were going to give them to anybody, they should just put them out to everybody. Um, <clears throat> but that's, like, my opinion. I don't have like a fucking giant pile of cocaine and a bunch of lawyers like uh, Mike Lindell does, allegedly. So I can't go sue. But um, I think if Tucker Carlson has access to that stuff, everybody should have access to that stuff. Um, here we go. We're going to move on into the... We're, we're getting... It's getting a little crazier now uh, as we get towards the end of the second page of this here. Here's the... Uh, Dilbert guy, you know, living his best life. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. So the poll he's referencing, the, the, they were asked about the phrase, it's okay to be white. And we, people, we all know what that is. It isn't because when people come in here and say like in chat, sometimes they'll come in and go, it's okay to be white. I'd be like, well, clearly not for you, <laughs> right? You are clearly, that's probably, it's a problem for you. Actually, for me, not so much. I'm, uh, it's okay for me to be white, but for the for people who run around saying it's okay to be white, clearly it isn't okay for them. <laughs> so that's why when asked about this, the, a lot of people responded, well, that no, I don't agree with that. Be not because of like the actual words written down, 
but because of what it means in our public conversation. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Whoa! Get the fuck away. I mean, the people, I again, I think it's better for everybody if the white people who like this guy would just stay the fuck away from everybody, actually. Just everybody. Just don't hang out with it. Don't fucking talk to anybody, actually, if you like this Scott Adams guy. If you're a fan of this guy, just leave everybody alone. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. All right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where, you know, I have a very low black population. Because unfortunately, the, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when, when he notes that the, when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon sees a big difference I, he's definitely like, I don't know what Don Lemon said, but I imagine he's like not accurately portraying what Don Lemon said. I'm just going to guess here. Own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. So I, I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm going to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Has this guy been helpful to black people? Has he been helpful to black America? Like I've been doing it all my life and I've been the only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. Well, then maybe you're not being helpful. That's, maybe that's my that's my guess is that if you're like, well, I was trying to help them the blacks and they called me a racist well maybe what you're doing isn't very helpful only outcome <laughs> it makes no sense to help black americans if you're white uh, the the it's over don't don't even think it's worth trying totally not trying and there we go you didn't expect that today did you <laughs> But those who don't want to focus on education, you just need to get away from them. Just get as much distance as you can. That's my recommendation. Um, and I'm also really sick of seeing video after video of black Americans beating up non-black citizens. Well, then don't seek those videos out. Um, you know, I realize it's anecdotal and it, you know, it doesn't give me a, a full picture of what's happening. But every damn day I look on social media and there's some black person beating the shit out of some white person. I'm kind of over it. But that's because you're looking for that. So I, I quit. But you quit what? Like he's like, what? he's like, I tried to help black people and they called me a racist. I just, I have to tell you, if you try to help somebody or a group of people and they start calling you a racist or a bigot, you're, you're, you're helping them wrong. Like you're just, they don't think you're helping them. And I don't even know, like, like well, there's, I got nothing. I mean, whatever. Fuck that guy. I got it. I got Juan from episode, the very first episode of the show, actually. I got a clip of Juan.
Fuck this dude. So we have, this is a pretty Piers Morgan heavy uh, episode for some reason. And uh, it's, I'm putting you in a weird position because you're fucking generally going to be like, oh, maybe Piers has a point here. Here's a Ben Shapiro and Piers Morgan. Um, going to be asked, what would you do if you're uh, one of your kids turns out to be gay? And uh, I'm sure the answer will surprise you. Or I don't know, maybe it won't. I don't even know what the answer is. Part of all this debate, which I disagree with you about. So you you don't agree with gay marriage or with gay parenting. I don't want to misquote you, but I think that's your position. Now, I would say that reading the rest of your views on stuff, you're very about fairness and equality for all, right? Wait, no, he's not. He also doesn't like black people or immigrants or... Does that fit in there? Why shouldn't two men who are gay actually be able to bring a child up? Why shouldn't they if they want to get married? How is it equal or fair for them to be excluded? So we can take those issues one by one. So marriage is a societal institution. The question is which relationships society chooses to sanctify. So I'm not in favor of, for example, laws that criminalize homosexual activity or two men living together or two men making a lifelong commitment to one another in whatever context they wish to do that. What I'm objecting to is the idea that marriage as a term is equally applicable to relationships that are designed to produce the future generation and then raise them as opposed to two people who love each other. The the fundamental redefinition of marriage actually happened before same-sex marriage, within heterosexual marriage, away from the purpose of heterosexual marriage is man, woman, child, to two people who love each other. Once you do that, then that obviously is going to encompass things like two men or Mm -hmm. two women. But it has no limiting principle because then it could be any group of people who love each other. And I don't think that the government has a fundamental role in in propagating relationships. Wait, no, 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 no. Marriage is simple. If if two consenting adults depending on what state you're in adult, I guess consenting adult is defined differently, <laughs> but two consenting adults who are not already engaged in a marriage contract with someone else is who can get married. I don't fucking see what the problem is. Other than ones that have externalities that, that benefit society. And the chief externality that benefits society from marriage is having children and children raised largely with their biological parents. As far as gay parenting, what I've said is that there are sort of hierarchies of options, meaning that the ideal is man, woman, child. And then, you know, if you can't fulfill that ideal, then there's obviously gradations. I would rather that two gay men are raising a a child than have that child be in an orphanage, for example. So it's not as though the alternatives are always, you know, the the ones that I would want. But shouldn't they be allowed to have the same just rights in law to what straight couples would have. Well, I mean, it's more benefits than rights, right? If you're talking about a right, what you're talking about is a government non-intervention with particular activity. Mm. Now, when it comes to children, we obviously do things to protect children or I'm provide them with I'm not seeing gay parents who are fantastic parents. I've seen gay parents who I think are not fantastic parents. Sure. I've seen a lot of straight parents who are awful, and I've seen some great straight parents. I don't really see any particular distinction about what combination you have as... So I do. And, and the reason I do is because, again, it's because you're a bigot. You're like you're like worse than Piers Morgan. This guy keeps going on British people's shows and having like British conservatives be like, the fuck? <laughs> Fundamental distinction between woman and man. And what that means is that mothers and fathers are both necessary. And so the idea that two men can simply supplant a man and a woman on a generic average level, well, I don't also, think I is true. Supplanting. What they're doing, they are. This is what they are. I mean, you don't think that gay people become gay, presumably, right? Well, I mean, I, I think that the, the notion that, that everyone who is gay was always 
gay from the time that they were born. I don't think that the, the data back that per se, because we are seeing rising levels, for example, across society of people mm. identifying in a particular way. So there is some. But that's because people are more comfortable doing it. There was a interesting graph that was going around about left-handedness. You remember there was a time when like people thought you were a witch or some shit if you were writing with your left hand. So everybody learned to write with their right hand. And it wasn't that all of a sudden now more people are identifying as left-handed. It's like, well, no, they're not getting burned at the stake anymore. So they're it's fucking cool that they could write with their left hand. And that's the same thing that's going on with like uh, being able to be openly queer, at least in... <clears throat> countries where the discrimination is you know slowly starting to to go away although we're getting you know getting a bit of pushback again here my god fluidity to sexual behavior and sexual activity there's less fluidity probably to sexual orientation you assume that the majority but yeah but sure many, the majority many, many of gay, gay people male and female are are born gay right if you take that as a basic premise the majority are which i i absolutely believe i'm just not sure how it's fair or equitable to deny them the same rights to their relationship status or to parenting that you would give to straight people. So, again, I really don't think that has anything to do with being born or not born in a particular way. I think even if they were not born in a particular way, that the government should not criminalize private activity. What I do think is that if we are talking about the benefits that a government is giving in order to propagate childbearing and rearing within the context of the biological parents, which is, again, what marriage originally was supposed to be, which is why marriage was government-sponsored. What, what would you do if one of your kids, they're all very young, you have no idea, but if one of your kids turned out to be gay and wanted to get married, would you be tough on, tough enough I mean, I, I would, to I, say... I, I, you can't do that. I mean, I would oppose that from so religion. So again, marriage exists I'm in a saying, few different. Religious yeah, point, yeah, I mean, religious. So so marriage exists in a couple of different iterations. One is religious marriage, which is kind of what I care about, and then there is governmental sanctioned marriage, which is a public policy question. Right. When it comes to religious marriage, no, I, I, I'm not in favor of my religion sanctifying same-sex couples, specifically because again, my religion propagates the idea that man, woman, and child okay. is the model for families. Yo, he didn't even answer the question, but. That was maybe a callback to when he fucking told Dave Rubin, basically, that <laughs> he's like, actually, Dave, I'm not your friend. I think you and your husband are living in sin. My only problem with Dave Rubin's marriage is that he had to marry a person with the same fucking first name as his, so he didn't forget his husband's name. Other than that, like, Dave Rubin should be able to get married to whoever the fuck he wants. And here we go. We got one more Tiny Dancer Ben here. We got a uh, Ben Shapiro just doesn't like plumbers and i love that they're being affected by inequality welcome to human life where everyone is affected by inequality there are inequalities in literally every area of life that does not mean that the inequality can be laid at the feet of the quote-unquote system sometimes the inequality is because of behavior sometimes the inequality is because of the inborn differences between people i'm a 5'9 jewish guy who can't jump i ain't playing in the nba anytime soon by contrast there are people who are not as smart as i am those people may not run a business, right? These inequalities exist throughout human life and pretending that every human being is born identical is simply ridiculous. It is not true. Now, that's one of the beauties of capitalism, by the way, is comparative advantage means that IQ points, even if it might make you better at being a plumber than the plumber who lives next door, that doesn't mean that you should spend your time plumbing. It means the- Wait, does he think that plumbing is, that you don't have to solve problems? Like sometimes in a um, in a tense situation where you need to be able to think on your what is he does he think plumbing is easy? Does he think people that do that are stupid? Is that what, I mean? What the fuck? 
That shit's hard. You should outsource the plumbing to the guy who lives next door, and he can be really, really wealthy. I know a lot of very wealthy plumbers, actually. Comparative. But you think they're stupid. Notice he didn't say that he's their friend. It allows people to find niches where no one else is filling the niche. However, the perspective, again, of the Biden administration is that any inequality is a result of bad policy, which is a, essentially a Marxist viewpoint. That's not a Marxist viewpoint, <clears throat> but um, people are, of course, different, different but <clears throat> like big macro things where large groups of people have worse results based on skin color, sexual orientation, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's probably bad policy. Uh, individuals having worse results, who fucking knows? Could be bad policy, could be bad luck. Luck is a thing. Luck <clears throat> actually dictates kind of a lot. What zip code were you born born to? How much money uh, do you, did your parents have? Or what was your parents' earning potential when you were born? Did your parents' parents have money? All oh, that's luck. Or it's all IQ. I don't know. Whatever. Anytime anybody says anything about IQ, I assume that maybe they're stupid. <laughs> Probably racist, too. Here's uh, Charlie Kirk. Um, it's witches. <laughs> witches cast a spell on Charlie Kirk and made him sick. Some people are emailing us, Charlie, don't make fun of witches. They have a lot of power. That's not true. They do not have a lot of power. <laughs> Who the fuck's here? What the fuck? Some people are emailing us, Charlie, don't make fun of witches. They have a lot of power. That's not true. They do not have a lot of power. But they do have some, if they're really into it, I do believe there's some very dark spiritual implications and dynamics here and look i've encountered witches before when i was once speaking this is not a joke when i was once speaking at legacy church in albuquerque new mexico in the land of enchantment which is in my opinion the most outwardly pagan state remaining in america a lot of great christians but <laughs> Wait, what, the, what the fuck <laughs> I, I i mean if i was gonna like do um like, if I was going to make satire of Charlie Kirk, I think I would do something like this. A lot of weird witchcraft that happens in New Mexico. Uh, I spoke at Steve Smotherman. There are kind of a lot of weirdos in New Mexico, but I, that's a great I place. Marriage was between one man and one woman. This was back in July of 2021. I'm not making a word of this up. Mikey could tell, attest to this. Our whole team can. And three witches came up and they started saying stuff at me. And maybe it was a coincidence. Maybe it wasn't. But I got super sick right after that again maybe it's just a coincidence maybe they gave you covid it's all a bunch of horse pucky and all that but that was uh that was pretty chilling and so uh they they came into the church and by the way steve smotherman great friend in albuquerque tells me they have witches that come into their church all the time and you might think it's all a bunch of nonsense and it's all just a bunch of vapor or you might think that there's actually a spiritual war which is give charlie the vapors now, obviously i believe that those unclean spirits are subservient to truth to christ and to the one god that's insane you gotta love charlie kirk for just coming out here and being like i think a witch made me sick actually <laughs> he's really really leaning into that that fucking just that really dumb kind of christian stuff i guess i'm with it i hope more witches give charlie kirk a cold or whatever <laughs> i'm casting a spell on charlie kirk right now and don't pretend I'm not a witch. All my best girls are witches. Absolutely. I'm a gay guy of, of a certain age. All my girls are witches. Goths. Gay guys and goths just in the 90s in high school were just fuck thick as fucking thieves. 
go ahead and skip Matt Walsh. Um, everybody, that's a deliverance. Uh, it's a time problem. Here's uh, Daily Wire C-Team Michael Knowles instead. I don't know if it's going to be much better, but, uh, you know, it's Daily Wire C-Team uh, Michael Knowles. He's, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Here you go. So we were going out, we were going to look to where we could buy our cotton picker. You know, so Whoa. we were in the market, we, wanted, we knew we wanted a cotton picker with nice big broad shoulders and nice thick stocky legs like tree trunks, you know, doing great. Oh no, oh, 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 what the fuck is this? In the field. And so we went, the first one didn't work out. Second one, we couldn't quite get him at the, at the fair. But the third one, finally we got him, isn't that great? Yeah. And here's the result. Isn't that great? Call me crazy. Call me old-fashioned. I have, I have some words. I have some thoughts. Call me some fuddy-duddy. I think it's wrong to buy people. Okay. I think that's wrong. And most people seem to agree with that concept when we talk about the past. They say, you know, going to a, a slave market and just viewing people as brute animals and then purchasing them and then... That, we, 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 part of our household that that was wrong we actually was, we fought a very bloody war that was in large part over that issue and now we just we just do it again instead of instead of buying black guys we we buy the eggs of poor women and then we rent the wombs of other poor women and then we have purchased ourselves a designer baby with wait what right a designer baby on it and just the right eyes we knew we wanted a big nice smile Give me, oh, that, this, sorry, we can't do that. Not, this, this, isn't what ha this is what's not happening. Smile's not big enough. Move along. Let's open up that catalog. Get some more, get some more options here. Really awful. To say nothing of the fact that then these two men have created a child with the express intent of denying that child his mother. The relationship to one's mother is one of the most important relationships that one will ever have in one's oh. life. The care of a mother, the nurturing of a mother. And these men decided to create a child with the express intent of ripping that child away from his mother. It is the most evil thing going on in the country today other than abortion. Now they're going after surrogacy? They just don't like surrogate surrogacy now? <clears throat> That's gross. We'll skip Constantine Kissin from uh, Trigonometry. Uh, we can't skip Jordy P. This was going around all week. This is fucking crazy. Like, what he says here is, it's just like, <clears throat> it's one of those things where, like, okay, you understand sort of the bigotry and whatnot, but it just doesn't make sense on its own terms. And uh, here's... Jordy Pete's thing that he said this week. Let's say you have a non-standard gender identity. Okay, what the hell are other people supposed to do about that? Well, nothing, actually, to be perfectly honest. Like, not just nothing. I mean, just fucking, I'd be like, okay. Like, what are the rules here, right? Because if you're a woman, I kind of know how to treat you. I'm going to do it in a stereotyped way to begin with, because I don't... Well, that's because you're a sexist. If I meet a woman, if I meet a woman, and you're gonna have to stick with me here on this, I might be like, "Oh, what was your name again?" Oh, it's good to meet you. And you shake the person's hand, maybe, or if they're a, a really good friend of a really good friend of yours, maybe you go in for the friend hug, 
little side hug maybe if it's a really good friend of a really good friend of yours because you know things you know who knows but i don't know who the hell you are so i'm going to use you know low resolution approximations and those are going to be stereotypes they're no different than categories and then when i get to know you i'll particularize it but if i don't know whether you're male or female he's like i don't know how to mistreat you what the hell should i do with you you don't know because you don't know what the rules are and so the simplest thing for me to do is just not do anything with you so that's best for everyone Simplest thing for me to do is go find someone else who's a hell of a lot less trouble and who's well you know what you've just done that person a favor but now you've fucked up you fucked it up for somebody else who you've decided is just a lot less trouble to abide by the social norms enough so that they don't present a mass of indeterminate confusion on immediate confrontation. And then, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, I don't know. He like basically just said, if I don't, if, if you're a woman and I, I, I can tell you're a woman when I first meet you, I know to be sexist to you. He's like, if I don't know, and he's like, if I can't figure out immediately, like where you identify on the gender spectrum, I don't know if I'm supposed to be sexist to you or not. I don't know if I'm supposed to size you up like maybe we might fight. I don't, I don't know anything. I don't know whether to tell you to clean your room. I don't know whether to obsess over uh, your jawline. I just don't know what to do. Just don't know what to do. Here's, um, I think this will be the last one that we play before we go into red light. Because this is what time podcasts I'll, should be an hour and shit. Anyway, this is a uh, skull measuring ass Andrew Sullivan went on the Bill Maher show, not the Bill Maher show that's on HBO, the one in the weird purple room where he tries to get people to get high and drunk with him and say stupid things. Here's um that clip. It's bad because it's Andrew Sullivan who can go fuck himself. What we, the reason we're gay is because we're attracted to one sex rather than the other, right? And then we're back to fucking in the ass. Well, <laughs> but that's binary. That's yeah. binary. I, the yes, I, no, I know. And, 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 and you get rid of the binary. Yeah. What the fuck happens with homosexuals? So then we get to the point where we get back to vaginas and assholes. Again. So, People telling me I have to go down again on a vagina in, if I'm not to be a bigot, if the, if the person is taking testosterone. Nobody tells you that. What? It is, they now, the description, being gay is now... Often, sometimes regarded as what's called a bigoted genital preference. Being so gay is a bigoted genital, genital preference. preference. I can't so even here, follow this. Let me tell you. No, that's because, like, you, you, okay, you might be able to find somebody on Twitter who says that, but nah, people don't think this. Or uh, someone is a woman who becomes a man, but he still has a vagina. Born a woman becomes a man, has a vagina. So they add on a penis? No, they don't add on a penis. Okay. Either. They, but you, but they, you meet them, you don't, and you decide you don't want to date them, even though they've now, they have like beard or, or a masculine physique in some ways, because they build up their muscles with but the testosterone. No penis. no penis. Actually, no, not just not a penis. A and you're not allowed to not want someone who doesn't have a penis when you're gay? Yes. Uh, well, yeah. Yes. I find That's that. That's where we are. I, I, I've gone from, I'm gone from, uh, I was once told. But it's just I, a preference. It, it's, it's like, I like dick. Oh, Christ. I hope they don't snip that out here. <laughs> Bill Maher says, uh, no, but that's, it's, uh, that, I can't even. 
No, I can't and, and you're a bigot. I, you're a bigot if you don't agree with that. And I'm like, you know, the last person okay. that told so, me I needed so, to so, needed to fuck a vagina was a priest. Before and, I ask you your plugs, how are you telling me this? How, I mean, when does how does it end? How does that get rolled back to where that stupidity becomes the marginalized belief? When it's the real, when really everyone is, you're, like you said, in private, you can't. How do well, we get- I don't want to be in the position of saying to someone, I couldn't date you because you have a vagina. I don't want to, I don't want to go that, into that. I mean, I don't want to have you to say I can't date any, you. You don't, owe any, you don't owe any human being on this earth right. any explanation for why you don't want to date them. Most of them don't want to date you either. Right. There's always a certain pool of people who will be interested no matter who you are. There's a lid for every pot. I've seen it in action. But you always should have that choice absolutely and when i'm where they're actually so trying to control their whole movement is about choice it, well, it, used, to, it used to be about i just said the, the, the gay rights movement was about liberation this is about controlling people and 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 it's also controlling gay people gay men are being told if you do not want to have sex with someone's vagina you're actually a bigot and i'm not I'm, i've been told that myself it's it's out there it's not that common but the sense that you can't discriminate that way uh my view is the best thing anybody ever said to me growing up being gay was one of my friends in college actually uh, anyway he when i told him i was gay he just said to me well you know you can't help what makes you hard oh i'm gonna put that on a pillow and and have it somewhere here in club random so check this out i'm a gay man I don't want to have sex with people with vaginas. I don't never been called a bigot. I am not a bigot. Um, Andrew Sullivan gets called a bigot because he says bigoted things about trans people, not wanting to have sex with people because they don't have a penis and you like dick isn't bigoted. Nobody calls that bigoted. Sure. You can find some motherfucker on Twitter saying anything, but I'm a gay man. I like dick. I like to have sex with people who have a dick, and that's fine. I don't think anybody here in chat has a problem with that, and that's fine. Like, <clears throat> straight men, <clears throat> straight cis men want to have generally have sex with people with vaginas. They're not bigots. Some of them are bigots because of the other things they do and the other shit they say and the other ways they behave and the other ways they treat uh, trans or gay or gender non-conforming people. But <clears throat> not wanting to fuck somebody is just kind of, that's just the fucking way it goes, man. You, you know, you get in where you fit in. You like what you like, you know, whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> that's the podcast. I've revealed something amazing about myself. I don't think anybody here knew that I like dick. <laughs> and that it's like a prerequisite generally for me to have sex with someone. I guess that's a fucking revelation and uh, let's fucking cancel me. <laughs> Anyway, this is uh, this is Boomers by Periscope. Thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in this evening. Um, <clears throat> uh, people listen to the pod. If you want the rest of the show, patreon.com slash echoplex. You can go ahead and grab the audio and video, download, the, um, download both, and uh, those will actually be sent to your email if you sign up. Also, you can just email us, echo at echoplexmedia.com if you want the rest of the show. I'm not going to be like, no, I won't give you an MP3 file because you didn't give me $5. That's weird. And it, <clears throat> if you want all of them and want to be added to an email list or something like that, and you don't have the money or just don't want to give it to me, 
fucking we can work that out too no problem thanks everybody for hanging out live listeners stay put change the uh colors of the lighting in this room i'm going to change the uh contents of my beverage and uh we'll be back for red light which will start with fucking eric weinstein
If you like what we're doing at Echoplex and aren't into Twitch, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Echoplex. For $5, you can get every show from beginning to end sent to you as an MP3. Even the stuff we bleep out because it's too spicy for Twitch. Echoplex would not be where we are today if it wasn't for the community support we receive. Find out all the ways you can support the show at echoplexmedia.com slash support.